friends, thanks for joining us. Smash that subscribe button. We really appreciate y'all helping us out, helping us grow the channel. Benny, where can they find us on social media? Uh, you can find us, Ray Benny Sports, and we're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. The mouth is not working this morning or this afternoon morning. or this evening. <laughs> Who knows what's going on where right are we? now. <laughs> so let's get into it before I lose it even more. We got some tough NFL matchups that we got some predictions on, but let's get into the Week 15 CFL action with some more previews and predictions. How are we doing in that uh, department there, Benny? Well, right now you're uh, slightly ahead by two. So 27 and 16 for Ray and uh, myself, Benny, 25 and 19. Ooh, got a bit of distance with that Montreal BC game. Yeah. Hopefully I can gain some ground here, but I don't think I will. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Let's start off with the Elks visiting the Rough Riders. This one might be the same pick over here. Uh, <laughs> Cornelius getting a two-year extension. Yeah. It shows they have a bit of confidence in him. I'm a little surprised because he might have had some xfl options but he's sticking around for two years so we'll see yeah it's a good deal for him and the team and yeah maybe they're uh, paying him some good coin to stick around yeah and yeah, instead, he, of, instead of taking off he, he's he's slowly improved throughout the season you know yeah, he's had a good past couple of weeks like around mm -hmm. 550 and a ratio of four to one touchdowns and interceptions so that's pretty good yeah uh, i don't know if that'll continue against a saskatchewan d they might they must be mighty pissed in saskatchewan land yeah, as long as their stomachs are feeling okay this week. Uh, yeah, yeah. They'll probably, they'll probably want to make up for that game last week and show that they're still a, a top D in the league. Yeah, and, and they absolutely are. And uh, that's why they're obviously, no, I shouldn't say obviously anything can happen, but I'm taking the Rough Riders in this one. Uh, yeah. They're at home. They want redemption, and they're going to take out those frustrations on the Elks, I believe. Yeah, I'm picking Saskatchewan as well, even though Edmonton's won all their games on the road, and Saskatchewan's been okay at home. Um Saskatchewan's still the the better team here than the Elks, and uh, they'll want revenge. Both of these teams got their butts kicked last week, so they'll both try to prove something. But I think Saskatchewan will be the one. Um, Craig Dixon Dickinson's also six and zero against the Elks. Oh boy! <laughs> so, so that's going to continue, I believe. Seven and zero, yeah. and Duke Williams is back too, possibly. So. Uh, wearing street clothes or is he going to be okay to play? <laughs> I think he's going to be playing this time. So uh, he'll do his penalties while he's on the field, not well, on the side. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Heads up to Cornelius. Anthony Lanier is coming back on the defensive line of Saskatchewan. I believe he was leading the lead, leading the league in CFL in quarterback pressures. So Saskatchewan is going to be a bit better. Yeah, Trey Ford's back. Uh, backing up, I guess, Cornelius for this week. So we'll see if he gets That's in good. any action or any plays. Yeah, hopefully they'll they'll get a package in him as the year goes on as he gets healthier. I hope so. Yeah. Who are you taking? Yeah. You say who are you taking in this game? Yeah, I'm taking Saskatchewan as well. I figured so. I figured yeah. so. <laughs> uh battle for second place in the West. Lions, Stampeders, how are you how are you going in this one? Well, Vernon Adams is getting the start. So I'm yeah. excited about that to see what he what he's gonna do out there and I think it'll take some time, but it'll progress and probably get better as, as time goes on. I'm going to take Calgary in this one just because of that reason. There's still BC still unsettled at the quarterback position. The D for BC has to play well, like really well to stop Jake Mayer and, and give BC a chance. But I don't think they'll have it in them. Hopefully next week when they play again, mm -hmm. you know, Vernon Adams will be a little bit better. Who are you taking? I'm going to take the Stampeders. Uh, I'm hoping it'll be close. I hope the Lions can weather the storm at the beginning of the game because that's what I believe will happen. Uh, Calgary will, will be at home. Like you said, Meyer, he's looking fantastic. He's 2-1 and one as a starter, only losing to the Bombers, throwing over 75%, 6-1 uh, to one TD to interception ratio. The guy's a real deal. 
so if they can hold them off a bit, the Lions, maybe there'll be a, a bit of light at the end of the tunnel, but I don't think they'll be able to win it. Uh, so I'll take Calgary. Yeah, it, it depends where Vernon Adams is at with this offense. Obviously, it's still pretty new. He's only been there for, what, two weeks now? Yeah, three weeks. Or whatever, three. So, you know, it's still time to learn. And I think they need him. They're, they're probably they're making the playoffs. There's no way they're not making the playoffs, even if it's a crossover or whatever. So yeah. if you can get Vernon Adams acquainted over the next four or five games or whatever is left, um, that's probably better than even winning this game, you know? So mm-hmm. could be a but. huge storyline for BC. Uh, Vernon Adams originally on the BC Lions negotiation list in 2016, refused uh, because they wouldn't give him enough money, traded to Montreal. Now he's back in BC. So who knows? Could be a good story come the end of the year. Make it to the yeah. West Final, lose to the Bombers. That's great. Yeah. It, I mean, Calgary has a chance here with this to take that lead in the hosting the West Semi, right? Absolutely. This is big. Two games here. Yeah. You know, and I can see them unless BC shows something tomorrow. I'm probably picking Calgary for the next two weeks almost, right? So, how are how's the conditions on James Butler? Is he okay to play? I haven't heard anything. I didn't see anything major about his injury or anything like that. So, I'm not sure if he's in or not. Because hopefully, you know, maybe Verdon Adams' legs, if uh, that gives an option, then they, they have the, you know, the pitch option that they could play. And that really can open things up. And Butler could be a real factor in that. So, who knows? Maybe the week after. BC has a chance, but I agree with you. It'd be tough. It'd be tough, and these are two huge games. Yeah. Uh, only three games this week. Let's talk about the most important one, the Bombers visiting the Thai Cats. Uh, two teams trending in very different <laughs> directions. Bombers, after their loss in Montreal, have won three in a row. Hamilton coming off a bye in the midst of a three-game losing streak. I don't know how you can go other than bombers on this one, but what you got to say on this matchup? Or we're not picking Hamilton in this one? You no. can if you no, want. No, I'm not no, stopping no, no. you. No, Come on. No, Come no, no. on. D- D- Dane Evans is back, but I don't yeah. know. It, it doesn't matter, really. I mean, the guys struggled all season long. Hamilton, their playoff chances are getting slimmer. They obviously need to win this game somehow, but I don't see that happening, Winnipeg. Even yeah. with all the injuries they're facing, uh, Hamilton's just been disjointed this year you know and they haven't gotten together can't string good games together yeah you know so the only problem for winnipeg is the injuries are starting to pile up into good players too right nick taylor's out for the season probably yeah um so you got two rookie corners that are that are playing um so the d ha- the d line really needs to step up this game and help those guys out they you know? will and if and if hamilton's smart and if dane evans can throw they'll obviously attack those two guys and go after them and see what they can do yeah, well, Dane Evans leads the league in interceptions. Yeah, and fum- no, not fumbles. Fumbles lost. Fumbled a lot. Yeah, yeah. fumbles. He yeah. leads the league in fumbles and fumbles lost. Seven oh, and six. Okay. There you the go. The Cats are the worst in scoring, averaging under 20. The Bombers give up a little over 18 points a game. Uh, the Bombers are going to slam them into the ground, I'm sorry to say. Like, I think it'd be a cool story if this was a turning point for Toronto. Dane Evans came back in the form and they made it to the Grey Cup for the third time in a row to lose to the Bombers for the third time in a row. That'd be a great story, but uh, I don't think it's going to happen. No, no, not at all. I don't think Hamilton has what it takes. Um, you know, and they, they've struggled. Dane Evans has struggled all year, and I, don't, I can't see him finally turning it around here with five weeks to go or whatever, they, how many games they have left. So, yeah, yeah this is going to probably, this should. I mean, we say it, we thought again, against Montreal, it should be an easy win for the Bombers. Uh, hopefully they get out of there with no no more injuries and stuff like that. Um, Brandon Alexander and Michael Couture, both full participants in practice. That's I don't great. know if that brings them both back for that game, but it'd be good to see them back, especially Brandon Alexander with that youth. 
in the secondary. He'd be oh, that calming presence, presence. And, br- and help bringing it all together. Uh, you mentioned injuries with the Bombers. Uh, you know the Bombers went through a 10-game streak without a bye. <laughs> the tail end of this now is the Bombers have a bye after this week going into Saskatchewan. It would be nice to sweep that series. Then the Bombers go into another couple games, having a bye in between their back-to-back against BC. So now we're kind of reaping the benefits of having a heavy schedule at the beginning, where they do have weeks to rest. And maybe those guys who are hurt, you know, get a breather, and hopefully Bombers win and clinch a couple situations. Uh, and the schedule's looking real nice, and in the Bombers' favor. Yeah, and then they get another bye, uh, you know, at the uh, final, uh, West Semi, right? That's fingers another crossed. One. That's fingers crossed, by the way. Just to make yeah. sure. No Two more wins win. really is all they need. Yeah. Or a couple losses by, well, Calgary and BC if they split. I mean, that gives obviously Winnipeg a good chance to wrap that up sooner too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, the playoff picture is actually really clearing up in the West. The <laughs> East is just... Well, Toronto's pulling away. That's true. And yeah. someone in the West is crossing over. So it actually yeah. is very getting pretty clear of what's going on. The uh, only the the interesting thing I guess for it would be who's going to be that crossover, especially if BC loses this weekend in Saskatchewan wins. That's I think they're only a game difference after that. Yeah. So there'll be battle for that uh, crossover, and does a team lose out more because they want to do the crossover? If you're in the West, who is the team you do not want to see in a crossover? I guess that's between. Uh, well, go ahead. I mean, I guess I guess it's going to either be Saskatchewan or BC there, right? But the crossover um, on the East, who who would, who would you I not don't want to face? Saskatchewan at home in the Great Cup? Probably yeah. not. Probably not them. <laughs> I don't think, you know? uh, honestly, if Hamilton gets on a roll and gets into the playoffs and hosts that game, I think that's a team that you want to be worried about because they're experienced. I don't think they will go on a roll. But I think if anyone's going over that crossover, I don't think you want to see Hamilton if they're there. The Owls, meh. Yeah. Ottawa, I'm sure they have to go on a super run, meh. But I think Hamilton, just because they still have that talent, and if they make it there, that means they're going on a run. So I wouldn't want to see them. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, if they can get a win against the Bombers this weekend, that obviously kickstarts it. But another loss in Montreal win, yeah, you know, they're pretty much their chances are over at that point. Crazy. So. I'm just praying because I think I picked Hamilton to make it to the Grey Cup. Uh, shameful. NFL talk? Yeah, did you? Yeah, I can't remember. We'll have to yeah, I took Hamilton, you took Toronto, Toronto, and I'm yeah. pretty sure we both took Winnipeg. <laughs> yes, yes. We both went out on a limb on that one. <laughs> Sorry. Let's move on to the NFL. We got uh, some tough matchups. I wouldn't call them prime matchups because they're not matchups everyone's going to be watching on Sunday, but they're tough matchups to pick. So we got some previews and predictions for that. Let's start off with the Panthers and the Giants. Um... I'm going to pick the Giants in this one. I kind of like the way they're trending. And because Carolina couldn't stop the run last week. Like 200 yards on them. And I don't think Baker Mayfield feels that good. I'm going with the Panthers. I like what they did that, that last game against Cleveland. I'm not sold yet on the Giants. They, Tennessee, I don't know, to me, almost blew that game altogether. But yeah. I, I like the way the Giants played. And, and maybe they finally turn around and, and Danny Dimes there is, is going to get it together. But it's obviously great that Saquon... You know, is back to being the old Saquon after uh, at least after that week one. So one sixty or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I do see your point. Uh, Carolina, they gave up a lot to Chubb last weekend. Hunt, so they'll probably do that. They'll have to stop it through the air. That's the thing with the Giants. Still, their their wide receivers are still in flux to me. So you know, if they can hopefully uh, stop that passing game, they'll be fine. There are people already in Carolina asking for Matt Rule's head, the coach, week one. 
Well, it was, I mean, besides the second half, it was a pretty weak display on offense and he's supposed to be an offensive guy, right? Yeah. So they weren't doing anything in that first half and they got kind of got it rolling. So that's why maybe they'll keep it going um, in this one, but I'm not surprised. He's been there for a couple of years, supposed to be an offensive genius and the offense has been pretty terrible. I know he's had terrible quarterbacks, but <laughs> I know he's given a decent quarterback, decent quarterback. Yeah, I'm gonna take blind Brian Flores and the Giants to get their second win in a row. Uh, uh, Brian did you say Flores. Brian Flores? Brian. Oops, <laughs> sorry, I did the same mistake as Bill Belichick. Oh, hey, Brian Dable. <laughs> Bill Belichick's going into Pittsburgh. By the way, he might go zero and two. Brian Dable might go two and zero. Uh, sorry about that. That's a crazy convenient little. Brian Flores quite on the, the slip there Jeez. on the Steelers on the Steelers uh, and it happened in real life. Remember that Bill Belichick yeah. called Brian Flores, said congratulations, and that's how stuff. Yeah, congrats up. for getting the Giants job. What? <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> great. Uh, let's talk about the Bucks and the Saints. A real good matchup in the NFC South. The Bucks uh, been owning the state Saints for the past three years or so. Who are you taking in this one? Well, Brady's actually, besides the playoffs, Brady in the regular season has struggled against the Saints. Um, and now he's he's got a little bit roughed up last week. His receivers, I don't know who he's playing right now. Godwin's oh, Godwin. out. Evan, Evans and Julio are maybes. Um, and the O-line, is it going to be good enough? I'm going to pick the Saints, actually, in this one to beat uh, Tom. I, I like the way that the Saints D got it together against the Falcons. I know it was a little bit later, but they shut that Falcons finally down and they clapped down. And the offense was uh, pretty good. I'll give your boy uh, Winston some credit. He did pretty good. Uh, I'm surprised by that pick. I'm surprised <laughs> by that pick. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't like the way the, the Bucks played last week against Dallas, even in beating them. No. The Will D was good. 19 points? Yeah, the D was good, but the offense just didn't seem, seem in rhythm. But, you know, the offense to me in Tampa Bay didn't seem in rhythm last season either, early, yeah. and then it got going. But there's a lot of injuries there. And also what seems to be forgotten is that uh, Todd Bowles has taken over. Uh, from Bruce Arians, I totally you know missed that until really looking into this game. I was like, oh yeah, he's head coach right now, uh, and since he's been he's been zero six against the Saints, uh, so Todd's, Todd Bowles has a little bit of fire to finally get that win. So does Tom Brady, uh, but like I said uh, in the preview earlier on a couple weeks ago, I think this is a Saints division to take, and I think the Saints will win at home, especially uh, against too. the Bucks, who are a bit shaky, like you said. They're Injury list is long. It's a Pro Bowl injury list. And even though Evans and Julio Jones look on schedule to play, they might not be 100%. So how effective will this offense be? And, of course, you don't have Gronk, your safety blanket, in the middle. So I'm going to take the Saints on this one. Yeah, they're, they're going to need playoff Lenny to be a playoff Lenny, you know, and, and get things done on the ground quite a bit and, and yeah. stop that pass rush from the Saints from coming. Who did the Saints play last week? Atlanta, they had to come back to Oh, win. and they couldn't stop the run against Corder, uh, Corderell uh, Patterson. Patterson. Yeah. Holy, so who knows? Yeah, yeah Fortnite yeah, they, might they, have a big game. They struggled early in that game, uh, the Saints on D and everything. like They were down pretty good. Yeah. And then a classic Falcons collapse. And Kamara. Kamara's not 100%. Eh? He might have no. rib issues. So yeah. he might uh, not be available. Ooh. I might. No, I'm Changing your mind? No. No. <laughs> no. I'm going to stick with the Saints in this one uh let's get the dolphins and the ravens this is a good matchup the ravens uh losing to the dolphins last season pretty handily remember watching this game and being like what is happening uh lamar jackson was running for his life he's sacked like four or five times 
Uh, he struggled think, mightily. Yeah. Do you think this will be a, a mirror of that, uh, or is it different? Uh, probably a little bit different, just defensive wise. Um, but I still think the Dolphins will come out on top again this year. Um, yeah. I like the way they're going. Their D was actually pretty strong. I know it was only uh, Mac Jones and New England that weird offense they were running there. Oh. But the D D held in tough uh, in that game, and they laid some hits on Mac Jones last week. So. I liked what I saw there. I like what Mike McDaniel is doing. We'll see how that offense with Tua, if they can progress a little bit more. But uh, I think Tyreek Hill is going to be a problem for the uh, Ravens. Yeah. I'm going to take a Ravens in a close one on this one. I think the Baltimore D will actually give Tua fits. And unless they can get that offense running like it was in San Francisco, getting the run started heavy so they have options, I don't think they're going to win in Baltimore. Uh, I think Harbaugh is 15, I think. Harbaugh is 15 and 1 in season openers, home openers. Home uh, so you know that that place is going to be a frenzy going into yeah. it. And that's that, that'll, that'll be a little too much for Tua, I think. Plus the Baltimore defense always having a pressure defense and a pretty good secondary. Uh, so I'm going to take the Ravens at home in a close one. Yeah, it should be a good one no matter what. I, I feel like it'll be very low scoring though. Uh, not not the kind of shootout we expected, maybe even from Kansas City and and the Chargers kind of game, but yeah, yeah. But it it should be a good one, good defensive battle. I'll take a tie on pro line. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a good pick. <laughs> I'll take a tie on pro line. Dang, we should have started pro line picks earlier in this one. Yeah, uh, yeah another good matchup. I really like this matchup. Uh, AFC West, NFC West, Cardinals at the Raiders. I'm gonna take the Raiders to win this one at home in LA. I think DeAndre DeAndre Hopkins is just that kind of player. Your team can be irrelevant on offense. He's there. They're relevant. And I think they're still irrelevant. So I'll take the the Raiders. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Raiders as well, just because the Cards, D, last week, they struggled against KC. They did not look good at all. They may get J.J. Watt back for this week, so that might help a little bit. But J.J. Watt's a little bit older. He's not the same kind of player. Um, And, yeah, Devontae Adams for the Raiders, he went off last week. Uh, he's going to go off again against his cards D. So I, I see a very high scoring affair and not a lot of great D in this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm picking the Raiders. I, yeah. I don't like Kyler Murray the way he, he looked last week. He looked terrible. He was hesitant to throw the ball sometimes, hung on to it way too long. Um, he did not look good. That's yeah, It's like he didn't read the game plan. Yeah, probably didn't. Oh, my goodness. What's the game plan? You, know, you don't need that, do you? When you no. can just play some backyard ball, yep. chuck the ball up and have your receivers come back and catch it and stuff like that. Throw throw some Madden on. You'll get the game plan that way. Oh, yeah, God. it's He's never going to live that down. He's never going to live that down. Uh, no. I, I agree with you. I think um, Adams and Carr, they're going to go off. I think they're going to try and get Waller involved more. He had a great second half of like 60 yards or something. But if they get him involved, I think he could be almost as important, if not more important, uh, then uh, Adams, because if he has a, a guy like that open in the middle, giving linebackers and safeties trouble, that opens up everything else in the field. So yeah. I'm looking for them to really get him going in the first half. Uh, a big dose, because Cardinals have no answer for that. No, and that's the thing about the Raiders. They have they have Waller, they have Adams, they also have Renfro uh, in the slot there. Like, you know, and just they have to use all those three of those guys. They they. Focused more on Devontae last week more than anything. Yeah, uh, Like you said, got Waller going a little bit later in the game, but Renfro I don't think did much at all. So if they can get all three of those aspects going, plus, you know, that'll open up the running game for Josh Jacobs, you know, and should allow them to move the ball much better than they did last week. But Carr has also got to limit the mistakes. 
Absolutely, absolutely. A couple of weeks ago, I was like, mm, I want to see a couple of weeks on this Raiders team before I buy in. Uh, if they improve on last week's performance, I might buy in. I might buy in. Yeah, I mean, they hung in tough with the Chargers. They just, too many mistakes, and it ended up costing them in the end. So, but we'll see this week. Cards, and this is a big game for the Cards because you're you're going to fall to 0-2 possibly here. Yeah. Um, and that's a tough way to start the season. Two tough games, though, for them to start the season. But, you know, like we said, Kyler against KC last week oh, was not boy good. Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. I'm going to give you an impromptu question here. Uh, Jimmy G Watch, give me three teams. That are that should be on that list looking to make a move for Jimmy G. Dallas, they should be one for sure. Um, I don't know about New England, um, just because Mac Jones is there. If Mac Jones ended up getting injured or whatever, yeah. then yeah, for sure, go that way. Um, two other ones that I can think of. It depends. One more. If, one more. Okay. The the Giants say if Danny Dimes, you know, does terrible this Sunday or something like that, or looks terrible for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, you know, then you got a chance there. Maybe go after Jimmy G and, and see if you can make a deal. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, say Carolina, the Jets, uh, especially if they don't want to play Chris Trevor. Like, come on, just let the guy play already. Like, you have Joe Flacco. What is that? Did you see this guy play? Oh, yeah. And, and you know what? And the funny thing is, if they didn't have Flacco, they might have been a possible destination for Grapple once Wilson went down there. And yeah. he would have been a good fit. That was the offense he was running in San Francisco. It probably would have been a good one. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, did I did I say Dallas? Carolina probably won't do it because they're already paying Darnold and Mayfield quite a yeah, bit of money. <laughs> but what's what's Jimmy G's uh, salary though? It's pretty six, low, but it, so it hasn't. But it has incentives if he plays. So I think yeah. he can get back up to over ten. So that's quite a bit. So we'll see. Uh, did I say Dallas? I uh, know, but I mentioned Dallas. But yeah, Dallas, Dallas should think about it. But. What did Jerry Jones come out and say that Dak is probably be back in four weeks or he expects him back in four weeks? So that yeah, might be he's wishful always thinking. Injured. But. He's always injured. And unlike Skip Bayless, I'm not an idiot who believes Cooper Rush is any good. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be an interesting one. Well, good luck, Dallas. Never, never mind now. Let's see how long it takes for Jimmy there to be starting in San Francisco with all this stuff. Media just is just crazy all over Trey Lance, how yeah. terrible he is. But, I mean, give the guy a chance. Let him play more than a few weeks and see what he can Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Oh, God. never mind, Dallas. I do want to see, actually, Jimmy G go back to New England and and save Bill Belichick's legacy. I want him to, to come back, and then he becomes a quarterback that everyone thought he would be for a good 10 years and win Bill Belichick another three <laughs> Lombardis. I want to see that despite being a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I just like stories <laughs> like that, eh, bro? <laughs> oh, that would be something. Who's your brickhead? Well, we, I'm sure most of us watched this on Monday night, watching Nathaniel Hackett attempt to uh, coach his first NFL game um, and deciding to kick a 64-yard field goal uh, with a minute left. Oh, yeah. sorry. He let the clock run down to 20 seconds. Instead of letting his million, billion-dollar quarterback, Russell Wilson, uh, try to move the chains on a fourth and five. What a b- brickhead move there, boneheaded. Whichever, Nathaniel Hackett's my breakout of the week. I think I might be one of the few people who are defending this guy. Uh, Even though, it's not really, oh my God. Even though, like, that's a far field goal, McManus has hit, like, a 61-yarder in L.A., and, one time, and one, I know one, one time, or one it's not like or whatever. it's not like it's going to happen every time. But, he's but you know, seven it's with eight. the coach. It's with the coach and the kicker to say, okay, here's our mark. If we get to this line, we'll try it. And it's in Denver. You have the light air. It wasn't in Denver. It was in Seattle. Oh, and he had the distance. He That's did, right, but Seattle. it was in, in Seattle. That's but, right. 
Usually so the distance is there sometimes, it there. But, it's, but it's trying to get that direction. And he is just the missed it. And he just yeah. missed it. But he missed. Uh, exactly. And it's you like, pay, you when paid it comes all those down picks and it, all that money for Wilson, man. You got to trust the guy to be able to complete. Yeah, but I don't think you, pass. I don't think you make plays based on someone's salary. Like well, you, that's why you, you got you, this guy. You no, got but you this don't base it on salary. Star player, not your kicker. So, and you got into the range that you wanted to. You said forty-six yard line. We'll try it. And obviously, looking back, he's like, "Oh, it's a mistake." But because you missed a field goal, if they miss it, a four and five, then maybe that was a mistake. So who knows? But it, you know, I'm not me, taking it too hard on that guy. To me, if you would, they had three timeouts. If you would have went right away and made a play, you didn't make it. You still got fifty seconds. You still got three timeouts. You you get the ball back possibly uh, if you can stop Seattle on three downs. So you still have some leeway there. Kicking a 64 yarder to me, that's a lot. And it's, it's it asking a lot. a lot for a uh, kicker because you, you, the distance, you know, for the most part, is always good on those. It's just, you know, they're, pulled, they're going the wrong way. I would way. say the distance is mostly good on 64 yarders. Well, I'm saying more so with long, long field goals, not 64 yarders. Not everyone's trying 64 nope. yarders. And McManus is a, he's a proven entity as well, McManus. He's, he's a pretty good kicker. Yeah. But. You're going to get, usually you're going to give McManus 55 between 60 to win a game. Yeah. That was a, that's a big ask there. But I won't. I won't persecute the guy. I won't say he's a bad coach. He's a I'm young not saying, coach. I'm not saying he's a bad coach. He made a mistake. He made a brickhead move, bonehead move. Yeah. Uh, to attempt that, you know, and like we said, McManus is only one of seven or one of eight or whatever it was from sixty plus sixty. So. Yeah. Yeah. He gambled. He gambled. Yeah. And and you you don't think Russell Wilson wants that ball in his hand in Seattle to try and move that? Uh, I'm sure he did. Oh, I'm sure he. He's did. probably yeah stewing yeah. all week. He's been in those decision bad decisions before. Yeah, well, he was part on the of goal line bad decisions, on the yes. goal line. So yeah. he's well, over it maybe now. I don't let's know. Let's ride. Uh, shout outs for this week. I'm gonna give a shout out to the coach of the Canadian men's soccer team, John Herdman, uh, for being the first ever coach to qualify a men's and a women's national kit from a diff- <laughs> from the same country to the World Cup. That's a big. That's a big one to to get out there. That's a big yeah. to get out. But congrats to John Herdman. Amazing coach. Turned both programs around. Shout out to him. Yeah, for sure. Awesome coach. You got a shout out? Yeah, I'm going to give a shout out. The uh, 1990 Winnipeg Blue Bombers uh, who are being inducted to the Manitoba Sports Hall of Fame. So shout out to that team. That was a great, great cup. I watched some highlights of it again today just to <sighs> refresh my memory of that one. <laughs> uh, I remember like a few years ago, I had that on my PVR and I had it there for like years. Yeah. They showed it on TSN. I recorded it and I would not erase it. Uh, <laughs> like Greg Battle had a great game. Yes, he did. Oh. Yeah, that's in the clips I was watching today, man. He was a force right from the beginning. It's crazy. And then Burgess was just chucking bombs and then D was just turnover after turnover. It was a good great team. Great game. Yeah. It was a good team. Yeah. Uh, Benny, you have anything to say to the people? Uh, you know what? Just uh, thanks a lot for listening. Don't forget, subscribe, follow, check us out, uh, and have a good weekend. And in the famous words of Vitus Jurelitis, when he was asked about be- beating Jimmy Connors after 16 consecutive losses to him, nobody beats Vitus Guriliatis 17 times in a row. Hey, friends and neighbors, don't forget to check us out online on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at Ray Denny Sports. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. Leave a like, leave a comment, tell us what you think.